Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Looking for an Edge Super Sunday? We have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber. Intro offer only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get every pick by every host and guest. Nigel gave out three earlier today. The betting splits, the deep dive betting reports, and the betting guides. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get up there only $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. He played in the NFL for nine years. He was really, really good. He's also really, really good now as a VEASAN host. Mike Pritchard joins the program. Good morning, Pritch. Thanks for the time as always. You sent me some numbers on the Chiefs this year that were pretty staggering. They led the league in points per game, yards per game, yards per play, and they came in second in third down percentage. The last team to lead the league in all four, the 0-1 Rams. While they did this without Tyreek Hill, and as of yesterday, the Chiefs did not practice, but they even tweeted out, Pritch, had they practiced, Hardman, Schuster, and Tony would not have been on the field practicing for the Chiefs. So how does Mahomes do this if uh, some of those guys miss the game? Yeah, it's really incredible. Great to be with you guys this morning, too. I mean, uh, he kind of essentially did that without those guys in the game, in the AFC Championship game, you know, because they got banged up and they had to leave. And uh, those those players will play. I mean, um, you're talking about the injuries that they had suffered through, and you think about Patrick Mahomes, what he suffered through, and we all watched it. He played on one leg, and it was really incredible performance, right? And I thought that game was going to be decided by about 24 points. Uh, in other words, um, we were doing some shows with Pro Football Blitz. I was on the Lombardi line, and, and I talked about the Chiefs from 2019 through uh, this season. You know, when they scored 24 points or fewer, they were 13 and 11, and now they're 14 and 11, right? And so uh, what they've done this year, guys, without Tyreek Hill is they matriculate the football. Uh, it's the dink and dunk style of offense. It's the true West Coast essence of the offense uh, that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy has brought back. Uh, in other words, Patrick Mahomes, he's he's more patient. Um, he's surveying the field, uh, and he's really putting pressure uh, on the defenses vertically and horizontally. Uh, and that's hard to do. That's hard to stop as well. So he's going to utilize everybody that's on the field, including Travis Kelsey, including whatever tight end uh, is paired up with Travis Kelsey. He's going to use the running backs. Uh, McKinnon, uh, Pacheco, mm-hmm. uh, he's also going to use uh, the backup uh, wide receivers. Marcus Kemp caught a big play. Uh, the thing about Patrick Mahomes that everybody needs to keep in mind is that he is 
truly that type of quarterback that will lift all boats. Uh, he's inspiring. Uh, and then certainly he's, a, he's an ultimate playmaker. So uh, I, I think the Chiefs will be fine, even though their receiving core is going to be banged up a little bit. Do you give them that edge there? Because it's the next two weeks are going to be a circus. Everything you have to go through, media obligations, getting your team ready. Everyone wants tickets, blah, blah, blah. New new, new territory for Sirianni. And it's, you know, Andy Reid's been there before and Biennemi's been there before. Yeah, you know what, Paulie, I do. I mean, I, I think the whole process, and, and we're a creature of habit, uh, you know, and uh, routines matter. Uh, I, I remember when the Broncos was going through uh, a not favorable routine when they were at the Super Bowl, and then we saw what uh, Seattle did. You know, they didn't, they weren't settled in. That was the one in New York. Um, uh, so there's been examples over time in, in which, uh, if the team is not settled in uh, for this big game, then certainly they're going to be prone to having a slow start. But I, I give the edge to Kansas City, absolutely, 1,000%. Give them the edge uh, in terms of uh, how many times they've been through this process. Uh, you know, if you look at that roster and. Uh, the expectation, too. Uh, the Chiefs probably expected to be back in the Super Bowl, and here they are, right. whereas Philly uh, certainly had a magical, magical year. Uh, but this is a little bit of a surprise uh, for them, uh, and they got to settle into this to this uh, big stage now. I thought they did an excellent job defensively, and Spags is very creative and a good D coordinator. And I think mm-hmm. uh, you know got, what got lost in the Mahomes injury was, will Jones and the pass rush get to Burrow and dominate uh, with the banged-up offensive lineman? And it did. Now, what do you expect out right. of Spags, and can Jones and others wreak havoc and do something against Hurts? Yeah, you know, this is interesting because uh, watching and studying the Eagles in that offense, it's a college football offense. It really is. I, I won't uh, make no mistake about that. And uh, that doesn't mean it's too simplistic. It, it really is a complex offense, but they take advantage of numbers uh, uh, or, or mismatches, if you will, in terms of alignment. Uh, so I, I think from... Spagnuolo's type, uh, type uh, point of view, he's got to slow that down. And, and in other words, he's got to create looks, Paulie and Mitch, uh, at the line of scrimmage that the Eagles are going to have to adjust to. Like, you can line up in, in a four-down look. You can line up with a, a, a nose tackle. Uh, you can line up in a, a reduction uh, where you're covering up the weak side guard and tackle uh, that way. You know, you, There's other things you can do. You can come out with three linebackers. There's other things you can do that will present a problem towards the Eagles and make that offensive line coach and make that offensive line have to go through adjustments in their calls uh, just to make sure that everybody's on the same page. And therefore, if you can do that, you can slow down that offense, I believe, uh, from a running standpoint and make Jalen Hurts throw it. So um, there's ways that I'm not going to discount in the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl that the Chiefs and that defense can find uh, a solution, in other words, for that for that uh, situation there with the Eagles' offense. Can the Eagles slow down Travis Kelsey? No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, the back spasms didn't even slow him down. He still went over his receivers' prop, right? Receiving yep. yards prop. So he he is incredible. You can't cover him one on one. There's not a big enough body for that. Uh, you can't bracket him because then Patrick will find somebody else. Uh, Scantling, you know, he's a speed guy now. Uh, apparently for uh, the Chiefs. Uh, and that's what I was getting, alluding to earlier about this offense. I mean, it, it's so prolific. Uh, they matriculate so well. It's like, who do you take away? And you cannot take away uh, Travis Kelsey. Even in a red zone, they put him at H-back. They put him at wide receiver. Uh, they'll put him at uh, true tight end. They'll put him in the backfield. Uh, they will have ways to help Travis Kelsey get the rock. Uh, and therefore, no, you, you can't stop that guy. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mike Pritchard is our guest. He played wide receiver in the NFL for almost a decade. He's currently a host here on VSIN. So, having said what you just did about Spags and adjusting mm-hmm. on defense for this zone read and the RPOs that the Eagles run, you still think Miles Sanders to win the Super Bowl MVP might be worth some pizza money? Why? Yeah, because, you know, Miles Sanders, and, and I don't know if he's underrated or not. Um, but just looking at him, him uh, and, and the way he runs and how cleanly they do block it, if they do have a solution uh, for the Chiefs in that defense, and it is difficult to stop uh, the Eagles uh, on that rushing attack, I, I think Miles Sanders could have a, a fantastic day. Uh, and it's, and it's, there's enough value there uh, to sprinkle a little bit more than pizza money, to be honest with you guys. I mean, uh, here's a player that was in the top five in rushing yards. Uh, on the season and, and pretty elite company. 
Uh, but then more importantly, I believe, is that he had 34 explosive runs uh, over 10 yards this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw him kind of break out a little bit against the 49ers, too, untouched. And uh, he's he's elusive. Uh, and I, I think, you know, from a running back standpoint, we've seen the NFL kind of turn back the clock. We've seen the Eagles get to a Super Bowl, like I said, with a college offense and, and a running game. Uh, so if he goes off, I, I think there's a narrative there for him uh, to capture that award. The, the last MVP, the last running back to win Super Bowl MVP was Terrell Davis. Uh, now he went off, right? I mean, he went gangbusters. But I'm not expecting that type of performance uh, from a Miles Sanders. But I, I think for the number that he's out there with, with that football team, and if they win the Super Bowl, I, I think uh, he's worth a shot. How are you betting the game itself? The point spread, the total, are you looking at any alt numbers? Are you looking to, I don't know, tease the Chiefs up with a total, which people frown upon? But how are you approaching yeah. it that way? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I got the fellas in North Las Vegas guys, and uh, you know, some of them, man, they they wanted to tease the uh, the Chiefs right away at the two and a half number, which I'm like, okay, yep, go ahead and do that. I, as this number has moved down, I mean, I'm more more intrigued by laying it with the Eagles. I mean, uh, I, the Chiefs and, and Mahomes, they're one dimensional. I mean, I know Pacheco, he had, what, about 800, over 800 rushing yards. Uh, he's a young player, though. Um, and, you know, you just don't rev up the running game if you're, if you're the Chiefs uh, the way that you're going to need to. It's gonna, you're going to rely on Patrick Mahomes, and you're going to rely on those receivers and the injuries. And uh, even though Patrick Mahomes is amazing, uh, and even though what that offense has done is borderline historic, uh, I, th- that is, you're asking a tall order in my, in, in my estimation in terms for Patrick Mahomes to do it again. Uh, therefore, I think if the Eagles can solve any uh, problem that they have running the football against that Kansas City Chiefs defense uh, and they get revved up, I think their defense is phenomenal as well. So uh, I'm leaning towards the Eagles at right. this point, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, I think it boils down to, right, the Eagles are a better football team. Than the Chiefs, but well, it's just it's yeah. Mahomes is Superman. He is Superman. He's Patrick freaking Mahomes. That's what he is. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the guy is amazing. You know, to, I can't put into words uh, what without any aid for pain in that ankle, and for him to just block that out and suck it up and go through that. Uh, I mean, he earned everybody's respect uh, as athletes out there and. Uh, any competitor out there, and, and certainly fans and, and betters. I mean, uh, there's not a person out there that did not respect uh, that effort. It does not uh, uh, respect that effort from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, 30 seconds. You're a connected guy. What are you hearing on Rodgers? You know, I, I got wind of something about Rodgers and, and the Raiders um, weeks ago, to be honest with you, a few weeks ago. And this was before Brady retired. I I thought it'd be a natural fit for Brady, but obviously he retired uh, to become the next quarterback of the Raiders. But I think Mark Davis has to get a headliner, right? And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know how much momentum there is for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I know there's uh, speculation and, and house hunting and all this stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility. Uh, for that guy to land out here in Vegas. How, how about that? All right, so you can see that happen. That'd be great uh, for the city and yep. for the team, no doubt. Follow him on Twitter. Yep. He's at my Pritchard. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Take care. Yep. Thanks, Mark. Up next, we'll run down last night's betting action with win some, lose some coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. That time of year again, uh, Tennessee ranked second in the country. They go down as uh, Florida buried them. They were plus 180 on the money line, 67 to 54. Blazers money line plus 180. What's going on with Memphis all of a sudden? Right? Really opens a door for Denver to get the one seat. Oh, they're a huge favorite to get the one seat. Absolutely. Yeah. T Wolves money line plus 180. The trials and tribulations continue for Golden State on the road. Still couldn't go over, and you got overtime. And Rockets money line plus 190. They beat the Thunder, and the gift that keeps on giving. The Reddit post was much ado about nothing. But Jaron Jackson had six blocks at home again. That prop every single night and what he does at home with the blocks, incredible. He had four right away. So I've noticed that uh, some books still have that market off the board. Honestly, when you repost it, I'm very curious what they're going to do just based on that Reddit post. But if when they repost the numbers, he's got to move to $5. That high? Paul, the yeah. defensive numbers overall with him on the court now. Yep. I know that they're struggling a little bit right now in the overall blocks and what he does. Uh, it's unbelievable. Can you imagine if, if he would if he wouldn't be in foul trouble? Uh, that's yeah, yeah. Compared to the rest of the league. Yeah. yeah. On, on like a per forty eight minute basis, he just he crushes everybody else's numbers. Subscribe, be part of the team. Vsin Pro, watch the show live. Vsin.com. We hit every demographic here. You want to see these videos and these tweets? How about this last night? This is hilarious. That's our guy, Al Lasso. Great lawyer. If you're ever in trouble in Las Vegas, he's at the Bruce Springsteen concert. He's got better That's Pat Riley behind yeah. him. Look at Lasso. He's in the front row. He's got better seats than Pat Riley, who's hanging Is that here in town? I don't know where it was. Okay. Uh, oh, he's in Miami, I think. Is he? Okay. He's on vacation. Yeah. Well, Lasso, uh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Put it that way. He's a mover and a shaker. Yeah. yeah. Springsteen, and then there's uh, better seats than uh, Pat Riley. That is hilarious. How good is this? Very quiet, under the radar, shows you what kind of guy he is. Tom Brady would volunteer on a regular basis in Tampa Bay at the uh, animal shelter with the kids throughout the season. Look at that. And at the end, it was like, yeah, you want to get a picture? Okay. Oh, good for him. Look that's, at that. That's really cool. Good job, Tom. And this is great. Imagine you wake up. Yeah, we got a little snow. I'm going to go see how much snow we have. He opened the door. Look at the deer. You got five deer right there. What would you do in this situation? And they're all looking at you, right? Don't make no sudden movements, right? Maybe give them a little food, a little snack. Look at them. Just peeking at you. Peekaboo. How you doing? Five of them hanging out right on your front door, on your porch. I would get the gun. Oh. That's a joke. Oh. I would, you know, corn. Yeah. Salt lick. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think I, you know, I probably won't have a salt lick handy. Like, 
many of those like roaming around in the garage. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, to, just to make sure that it's like the, the friendly confines here, I'd probably put, put corn out there on a daily or, you know, every other day kind of basis. Have at it. I went hunting every year in my life growing up. Never, I, I saw like two deer my, and I hated it. It was the worst thing ever. Let's get up. We're going to go out in the woods. Yeah, We're going to yeah, be there yeah. by four o'clock in the morning. You can't have a scent on you. Never saw anything. The last year before I moved in Las Vegas, I finally got a deer. And I, I don't know, just me, I, I felt awful. It was one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my entire life. I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I hate no, myself right no, now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, lose some. Blazers, Grizzlies over 234 up to 238. 122 to 112. Celtics, well, how about the Celtics? That thing was over five. You rarely see that, right? Well, NBA, everyone makes a run. They're up 30 in the first quarter. Oh, 40. I turned the game off immediately. Yeah. It, was, it, was the, it was the big game on ESPN. The game's over five minutes into the game. 46-16. 230 down to 224. 139 to 96. And the Warriors from two and a half up to five. They got beat in overtime. Again, with the animal theme here, our creatures, what it, Hulk Hogan. I've seen a lot, a lot of snakes, brother. This is loose some. A lot of snakes, brother. But he got the Komodo dragon when he w- wakes up and sees this thing lingering in the backyard. That's a monster right there. Da- that, that happens probably. That's more common than the deer in the backyard oh in Florida. God. He'll take you out and take you down, right? And volume all the way up. Great video here. The dog at daycare, a little too friendly. Quick update. Um, Kai is a big humper. He's overstimulated, um, literally humping everyone. Um, and a lot of the dogs did not like it. He is social, but he's more concerned about humping everybody than he is playing and meeting them. <laughs> they play They play the voicemail from the daycare in front of the dog. And when the person's tell, telling the owner on the voicemail about what's going on with the dog's activities, he, he, he's like, wait a second yes, here, what? Wait. Not me. Too friendly, yeah. Doesn't really want to get to know people. He's just very aggressive with the other dogs at daycare, and he seems quite alarmed by it. It's well with the expression. Uh, that is excellent. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more, BetRivers.com. Turns out Springsteen was in Tampa. Tampa, okay. Have you ever been to a Springsteen uh, concert? Just, no. Neither have I. Not a big Bruce guy. I respect them, but uh, well, I think he's good. I just, no. I, I'm telling you, a concert would be, uh, I'm sure, incredible to go watch him live and perform for three hours, but I just, I've never done it before. I know someone who's seen him over 50 times. I'm sure Lombardi has seen him 100. Well, wow. Okay. There you go. Uh, you think so? That many? I have friends who. 100? Wow, can you, I, the same guy? Wow. Yeah. I love Metallica, but I, I wouldn't see. I tap out at 10. To well, yeah. I mean, yeah. right. Even though you've been around for so long. I know people are like that with the Rolling Stones. I said Miami because Al Lasso was in Miami. But, okay. All right. I know people who make the argument that Bob Seger is better than Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Can you buy into I that? Uh, I can buy into anything. Okay. Uh, but that's... Seger's got a hell of a resume. Well, he's got a good catalog. Yeah. Um, this is... Uh, Kyle Shanahan. I mean, you want to talk about squashing any idea. <laughs> now, never say never. But uh, I think I'm going to say never here. He was asked yesterday, can you see Jimmy Garoppolo back on the team next season? Is there a scenario in which you guys could see Jimmy being back? And if so, what, what would that look like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Yeah, no, I gotcha. <laughs> no. <laughs> a year ago, it was the same thing almost. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not that emphatic, but no way Jimmy Garoppolo's going to come back. He's going to get traded. They're going to go with Trey Lance, and never happened. But now he's basically telling you uh, writings on the wall, mm-hmm. not coming back. This is a um, on social media on Twitter here. Sharp Clark, good NFL mind, asked the question: Trade Patrick Mahomes for Jalen Hurts and give the teams two full weeks to prepare. What's the spread on the Super Bowl? Mm. Jeffrey Benson, who works here at Circa, he is the operations manager at Circa Sports. He said eight and a half. Eagles minus eight and a half. Jesus. So there would be a seven-point swing. Mahomes on this team. That tells you right there. I mean, that's one person's opinion. But the Eagles would be absolutely a touchdown favorite in that spot. And Hurts is awesome. I think he was going to win the MVP before he got hurt. Yes. And that a great year, no doubt about it. So, that, so that, again, what I said to Pritch... 
the Eagles are a better football team, but the overall power rating on individual players and for Mahomes is just as high as it gets. Yeah, it's Michael Jordan. We know the even LeBron. We know who the best player is year after year, but it was it, it's most valuable here. I mean, we going to give it to Jordan every year? Well, you could have, but I think I think Kobe only won one. He only won one. So uh, that that's a crime. But the kid had a fantastic year. But you have to be concerned. Well, both quarterbacks here, but Mahomes should be okay. Still could be concerned about the the shoulder and and, and hurt struggling to throw the ball down the field, mm-hmm. not taking any shots down the field. But that that's a pretty good tweet, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think right now where else. It's a the- great story. It deserves a deep dive with with Uncle Sal next week too, because you were the you Eagles. Were sh- yeah, they drafted him and then they wouldn't play him. I like the draft pick when they took him the right. second round. I I but and then, I bet and then him and then they 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 did that weird stuff in the final game to allow Washington to get in the playoffs when they put Sudfeld in there. But they could have been a playoff team if if Hurts yep. had been in there from the get go. Why were you you, you so um. What's the word? Stubborn with Wentz. And then they went to the playoffs last year, but Hurts really struggled throwing the ball and was awful in the loss to Tampa. But a guy, Sirianni, deserves a ton of credit for the development, how how much Hurts has improved. I will tell you that going back to that rookie class, I bet Jalen Hurts 150 to 1 to win the rookie of the year. I think I put 300 on him, so it would have paid $45,000. There was a path there because I'm not a Carson Wentz guy at all. And I wasn't going back, reverse it three years. I'm like, this dude stinks. He might get hurt. Uh, There's absolutely a path here for Jalen Hurts. I'm convinced that if uh, Peterson would have changed his mind and started Hurts uh, about a month before he actually did, that that ticket was absolutely live. Yeah. And then he loses his job at Alabama. He goes to Oklahoma and puts up big numbers. A lot of people didn't like the draft pick, period. Why would you take them? What's the need? People hated the draft pick. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Because, but again, I have to tell you that I've been anti-Wentz ever, for a long, long time. So that's, and I don't know. It was like, we'll play. And I like Peterson. No, but he got fired. Eventually got fired that year. We but. remember the year, though. He was doing the same thing every game. Turning it over oh, and yes. taking sacks. Yep. It's like, what more do you need to see? Put the kid in. Yep. Nick Kreckman hosts a radio show on Altitude Sports Radio in Denver. He's been around and talked about Russell Wilson every single day for nearly a year. Was this season a fluke? Is Russ fixable? Let's follow the money on VSEN. You want 10 grand? Could be yours. Bonus money instantly by playing the Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Over 300 ways already to bet the Super Bowl. Great house specials. Place a $10 bet or more and get a square on the house. If your numbers on the square match the final score of the game, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. We came into the show yesterday morning. The biggest news at that time was Sean Payne taking the Denver job. And, uh, well, that, you know, Tom Brady pulled the Jimmy Snuka over the top off the top rope and said, no, I'm going to retire, pal. This is my moment. But Nate Kreckman has uh, you know, followed the Broncos for a long time, and I'm guessing he's talked about Russell Wilson a couple of times in the last year. He uh, is on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 in Denver and joins us now. Hey, Nate, what's cracking? Not much, guys. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Before we get into Russ and if he's fixable and if this past year was a fluke, take us through the entire coaching carousel. I heard months ago that Dan Quinn was the number one guy and then we're hearing about, you know, Peyton mm-hmm. was their number three and the whole, the merry-go-round that seemed to be the coaches. And they finally landed with, I think, was the probably the best guy on the entire uh, board to get. He probably was. I mean, in a vacuum from a coaching perspective, they got the one guy that's the Super Bowl ring, but they also had to give up two draft picks to bring him in. And this is an organization that already was short on draft picks. They, they don't have currently... Um, uh, a first round pick because number five overall pick that belongs to Seattle uh, because they gave that up to get Russell Wilson. So they already weren't flush. They were already shorthanded going into the draft. Now they gave up more to go and get a head coach. Essentially, they traded three first round picks, to bring in Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, which they're not in a place right now where they're merely a coach and a quarterback from being over the top. They gave up a ton to get this guy. And yeah, you're right about that, Mitch. The carousel was a complete and total mess. It was, you know, it started and looked like they wanted John Payton. Then D'Amico Ryans was at the top of their list. And suddenly last week, the CEO, Greg Penner, is flying back to Ann Arbor to go talk to Jim Harbaugh. Then D'Amico Ryans is the hot candidate again, according to Rappaport, 
He was talking to him yesterday. And then Sean Payton suddenly is hired as the head coach of the Broncos. So, yeah, it was all over the place, the way that this search went down for Denver. And, you know, they're trying to act like they wanted Sean Payton the entire time, like they were zeroed in on him when, you know, if you followed this search, they were making it up as they went along. I think a lot of teams uh, rightfully wondered, what the heck is the deal with Russell Wilson? And, hey, you guys don't have that much draft pick for me to be able to get this thing solved right now. So that was a little bit of a mess. I think in the end they probably got the very best coach, but it's not a great situation here in Denver. Right, but they also got a, a great coach. And also when you when you look at this, and for you the last couple of years it's been hazard pay uh, covering this team, to th- <laughs> the upgrade to go from Joseph to Fangio to Hackett and now you get Peyton. I mean, it's going to be night and day when the first, for just the first practice. You certainly hope that that's going to be the case. And, and that's what you're paying for with John Peyton. This is one of the best offensive minds of his generation. This is a guy that, you know, it, it, we forget in 2006, he kind of pulled Drew Brees off the scrap heap. He had the torn labrum. He, you know, it, it was between, mm-hmm. you know, going to play for Nick Saban in Miami and going to play for Sean Peyton. So, yeah, Sean Payton did a lot to turn Drew Brees into the Hall of Fame quarterback that we all remember. Now the question is, can he fix Russell Wilson? And, you know, the funny part, guys, is, and I'm sure you've seen the quotes, Russell Wilson, you know, he talked about Drew Brees like, you know, this is my mentor, this is my hero, this is exactly who I want to play the game like. And yet, you watch Russell Wilson, I don't know if there's a quarterback in the world that he has less of a similar skill set to than Drew Brees. Everybody thinks they're similar because they're short, but Drew Brees was an assassin in the pocket. Russell Wilson can't see anything in the pocket. He just turtles up the second mm-hmm. that it collapses. So it's going to be on Sean Payton to get a workable version of this offense with an aging and declining Russell Wilson. Yeah, well, on top of that, too, Wilson has been so good in his career at making plays outside of the pocket and on the run and as he's been in the league now and taken a lot of shots for 10 or 11 years, he's probably not even close to as mobile as he once was. But if you like, if you had to bet on it, and I don't know how this would be phrased or how anybody could actually you know, offer you this wager, but do, would you bank on the first decade of Wilson's career? Like, uh, being po- can he go back to the well and find uh, the fountain of youth in, in, in his first season under Sean Payton, or do you put too much stock into what happened last year now that he's no longer in Seattle and maybe he just lost it? I mean, from 21 to 22, he was declining in both of those seasons. Like, let's not forget about that. There, there was a lot of metrics you can look at and say, okay, this is a quarterback that was not as good as he was the first 10 or so years of his career. He's not going to be that player. There's no fountain of youth to Covered. Really, I think the challenge of John Payton is finding a workable version of how you can make it work with Russell Wilson at this age. And the hard part there is you have to ask him to play like he did in the early part of his career in Seattle and somehow have him not get killed. And that's the challenge that's up again. But, you know, once Hackett was fired, uh, Rossberg took over. As the interim coach at the end of the year, they used uh, Glenn Kubiak and Justin Outen in play calling a little bit. Russ started doing a lot more play action, a lot more boot stuff, getting outside the pocket. That's what he has to do. Look, the arm strength is still there. Um, some of the mobility may be declined and throwing on the run, not as good. But the arm strength is still there. The challenge now for Sean Payton is find easy throws inside that offense because I believe Russell Wilson got to Denver and had the idea of, I want to play until I'm 45 years old, and I want to start to be able to win games from the pocket, and the guy just can't do it. He's just not a good pocket quarterback. He doesn't have the processor for it. I don't think he sees well enough inside the pocket. I think his eyes mm-hmm. drop, and he starts looking at pressure. Um, it, it's going to be on them to figure out a way to be able to make it work with him on the move and, again, somehow keep him healthy. It, it's going to be tough at this stage of his career. It, I mean, if you guys couldn't tell, I'm not super bullish on the prospect of John Payton fixing uh, Russell Wilson right uh, now. Jeez. Okay, well, they had nine one-score losses yep. last year, and we're talking to Nate Kreckman, 92.5 Altitude Sports Radio in Denver here and Follow the Money Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. It was incredible. And what was it, 11 games where they scored 16 yep. points or fewer? Yep. So I don't know if the defense can repeat what they did this right. year. Right? seems kind of unlikely. But let, let's say I make the win total next year for Denver 7.5 
What do you do with that number? And if you think that's a joke, what number would you make it? Um, I'd probably sit more in the six and a half range right now with that team is probably what I'm looking at. Wow. And you know, what's funny. We talk about that one loss, uh, um, you know, the, the one score loss thing an awful lot, but, but here's the other number that is way more troubling. Isn't necessarily that they were losing close games. And again, the defense, the amount of, uh, of, of variability in defense from year to year is really tricky. The other tough part there, though, is that they just didn't score. They averaged fewer than 17 points a game in the season. Mm-hmm. They didn't score over 30 until the last game of the year against the Chargers team that didn't have anything to play for. So, yeah, they've lost a lot of close games, but it, it, it's not like they were playing real, really a winnable wor- uh, version of football. They just don't score. And, and that's the biggest concern here, that we haven't had consistent offense here in Denver really since going back to 2014. They won the Super Bowl with Manning in 2015, but their offense was putrid that season. So that, to me, is the biggest question. Can they score any point? I think getting Tim Patrick and Javante mm-hmm. Williams next, you know, back next year is going to be huge for this offense. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, it, it is massive. And look, Javante Williams coming off a huge knee injury, so we're pretty worried about that. Uh, Tim Patrick is going to be important. Also, the emergence of Jerry Judy at, at the back half of the year. Uh, he's extremely physically gifted. He hadn't been able to stay healthy. He's been inconsistent. Jerry Judy is one guy that has a chance to be able to save this offense. You can follow Nate on Twitter. He is at Nate Kreckman. And listen to him afternoons, 92.5 Altitude Sports Radio in Denver. Good catching up, Nate. Thanks for the time today. Uh, of course. Next time, I want to talk all about Nicole Oakley. You got it. Okay. We will do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I go over six and a half. So I go, I. I go over yeah. seven and a half. He just he doesn't have to work wonders with the guy. He just has to get to being an average quarterback because everything went against you and you lost all these close games. Not to mention the, the, the that's that I cannot believe. 11 times held to 16 points or fewer. Uh-huh. And you lost all these close games. So with a great defense, a break here, a break there, and you improve the offense, which Peyton will. I mean, come on. The difference between Hackett and Peyton. Come on, that's two wins right there. Yeah, maybe boy, more. And, and Nate, Nate's not really buying into it. I don't. I do, yeah. Uh, he's poo-pooing pretty much the entire thing. Um, but they had to do it. I just, I, you, you had to do. You have to fix him, or you're really up against it because of what you gave up to get him in the contract. Right. I think both of these statements will probably be true next year. Defense won't be as good as it was this year because they were stellar, Paulie. That unit was phenomenal, and to, and to have a carbon copy season next year is a lot to ask. Yeah. But also the offense. I know the offense can't be that bad. No, and other than the Christmas debacle, he did play well down the stretch. That's also uh, that's some positives. He can't be worse, I'll tell you that. But, I mean, they couldn't even get the play in last year. It was comical. It was comical how bad Hackett was and and didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. What we're betting today, up next, in pocket, follow the money, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. No action. I really like this play. I mean, the Pistons were stranded. This went to 7.5 and and then the game was canceled. Wizards getting the Pistons and the Pistons were having all kinds of issues uh, with the weather. And uh, that was canceled, so that's no action. But we're adding a, a couple props. First touchdown of the Super Bowl, non-passing, plus 145. Will a drive start inside the five-yard line? No, minus 110. And to win the time of possession battle, I'll take the Eagles, minus 145. Those are the new plays. And will we have a missed extra point? I'm saying yes, plus 355. Okay, here's a, a bet that I like. Available at DraftKings, the jersey number of the first touchdown score. They made the number 11 and a half. It's a great number. But I like the over because it's plus money at plus 110. Here's who you're getting on the over. Mahomes, Kelsey, Sky Moore, Hardman if he plays, but then Sanders, Gainwell, and Goddard, plus Boston Scott for the Eagles. The under, there are some good names too. Pacheco, McKinnon, Valdez, Gatling. Juju, Hurts, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown. But the fact that I'm going to get Mahomes, Kelsey, and then the three running backs for the Eagles plus the tight end there is huge for me. I'm not that concerned about the under. Well, with a lot of the names you ran rattled off. I would be concerned about Hurts. Hurts and Sanders. Hurts is on the over, 11 and a half. He's, he, was, he wears number 26. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I get him too. Oh, okay. So I'm fading Hurts, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown. But who, who bothers you off the Chiefs? Juju? No. No. Valdez Scaling first touchdown? Eh. No. Uh, Pacheco and McKinnon, maybe. Maybe. But I like the I'll Give me the guys on the over with that plus money. And another one that I'll yep. point out. I bet this yesterday. I could make it in pocket here, but uh, I don't know how long this is going to last. Specifically at BetMGM. I think this is a really fair number they're offering. They moved it earlier today, but they brought it back up. They are offering the first Eagle or the first Chiefs player to score the first touchdown, right? Both those categories. They have Patrick Mahomes 22-1 to to score the first Chiefs touchdown. At every other book I've looked at, Mahomes is between 20 and 22-1 to to score the first touchdown of the game. So the Eagles can score the first touchdown in the first drive, whatever. I'm still live to Mahomes scoring. Sure. It can go either way here. So, not that it's going to, I mean, it could be a variety of guys, but 22 to 1 on that, I think that's a great number. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. And you can find these picks with all the others mentioned by VSIN hosts and guests on our shows at slash picks, slash picks. And Nigel gave out three soccer plays earlier. 
Uh, I was very surprised. I don't want to say disappointed. I was surprised with Kreckman that he's, uh, to me, he, he was the guy. You, you, The whole season comes down to can you can you turn around Russell Wilson? And with the defense is already set and in, in solid uh, in Denver, so what was Ryan's going to do with it? It was it comes down to uh, to Wilson and Peyton, and then what was Harbaugh going to do as well? Because they were after him too and made a late push. So I think it, other than the draft picks, which he had to give up as well, though. But I think it's a huge win for the Broncos, even if you consider this to be their third choice with his resume and what he's accomplished. And I like he brought up the Breeze factor as I did earlier in the week. Think about what Breeze was like in San Diego. And then he became one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And the other thing is... Uh, his point, though, he, he's right on this. Wilson and Breeze are not the same quarterback. Okay, fair. P- people think that they are because they're both short. But, but, and I love the way he described that. But also, look Breeze at, was an in-pocket set. He would slice and dice right. anybody. Five-step drop, bam. Yeah, but Peyton can make a lot of stuff work. The yeah. guy was winning games with Taysom Hill. I trust him. Right. I trust him. No, Peyton. I thought yeah. it was over the top with the contract. And why would you take Breeze off the field so many times? But he was he was winning games and moving the ball with Taysom Hill yeah. with the creativity, and I, I think that'll that'll be fine. But it's also the the ultimate what could have been scenario, because if you go back, if the doctors in Miami clear Breeze, Saban probably never leaves the Dolphins. Yeah, they went with Dante Culpepper. And, and, and Alabama never turns into the, anything close yeah. to what they are now. I mean, say what you want. It was not a flu, not a disaster. He won nine games with Gus Farratt one year. Yeah, yeah. So if Saban gets Drew Brees, who knows? We, we, well, he never goes to Alabama. And I then know. we probably never have to put up with the SEC. Who knows? He, he might have lasted as long with Miami as Peyton did with the Saints throughout the entire Possibly. career of Drew Brees. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... You, your point is spot on. People forget about this. I didn't know if Drew Brees could play in San Diego. Absolutely. I had my questions about that because he had well, they, moments they, where it was not good. Well, the Chargers knew. They said, no, we're taking yes, they Rivers. Did. They we're knew that Rivers was good. Guy. Yeah, and they saw that in practice, by the way. They're like, yeah, we're fine with Rivers. Go ahead. Go somewhere else. Um, and Brees won, you know, won a Super Bowl. Chargers never have, whatever. But So there is that angle. But, uh, I mean, Peyton, I think to the Cowboys – would have been a major uptick, but also the the ultimate landing spot for Peyton to me would have been the Chargers to go and work with uh, Herbert and that offense. Yes, but now he's got you know got a project on his hands here with Russ. But I I do think that we can get back to what we saw a little bit in Seattle. Um, although again, the guy you know he just there was a problem there. The the teammates didn't like him calling out. This will get corrected, I believe. How does it not? Calling out audibles that he used in Seattle to confuse the entire Denver Bronco offense is one of the biggest problems you're ever going to hear. But they'll work on that. He'll get that corrected. And I don't know how that was even a possibility when you have an entire offseason to work on that. But also, I think... Start clean. Start over, start clean. Get a couple wins to start the season. Everything goes away. And Tim Patrick again. Yeah. Patrick, Judy, Sutton. It's pretty damn good. Right. But it it was an unmitigated disaster. They won five games. Okay. So if you're going to put a win total at seven and a half or in that range, I mean, 16 points per game, as Nate mentioned, last, last on third down, lost nine games by seven points or fewer, 11 times were held to 16 points or fewer. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And at one point in the season, they were number one in scoring defense and last in in offense. Obviously, they were last with 16 points per game. But look at the close losses, too. I mean, it's just you're in these games. Sean Payton's not going to say – you're not going to look and say, well, there's a win, there's a win, there's a win. I mean, come on. And also, like, the, the numbers actually got a little bit skewed defensively because of that Christmas Day game, and then they allowed... Yeah, they gave up. They had enough. They, right. But they, they they clearly tapped out. And Again, they're the, on the, the field for so long. The, the body language of the teammates on the sidelines looking at Russ, I mean, it, it told the entire story. They did not like the guy. Well, it is too bad. I was not, I, I was not aware of this until you read up on it after the Peyton news. This has been a factory of sadness. Seven straight years without a playoff spot yeah, and all these bad quarterbacks and coaches? doesn't seem like the Manning Super Bowl was that long ago. Oh, right. Boy, time flies. But that's the other thing. Get to solidify the, the quarterback position and get someone in there, and you thought you had it, though, but that's why they gave up so much to get him. But you, you got to get a, a decent quarterback here. So we'll do this again in this division. If Rodgers goes to the Raiders, and if you miss this again, Devontae Adams last night – he quote tweeted, 
a very popular uh, account here in Las Vegas called Las Vegas Locally asking about which neighborhood Aaron Rodgers is going to move into. Devontae Adams said mine. Um, there it is. Do, do with that what you wish. We'll get it done. Let, let's say that uh, it, it, here's the point, too. Mark Davis is embarrassed of the home crowds here. And I don't think he was anticipating right. this in year two or year three of moving the team from Oakland, brand new stadium. Uh, it's 50-50 at best for the local fans here for a lot of these games. Yeah. And he hates to see that. So you got to make a move, something that would make that flip and change. And then let's let's pretend here for a second they get Rodgers. What's the pecking order of that division behind the Chiefs? Are the Raiders the second best team suddenly? No, I still go Chargers. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't rank the Raiders that high. Yeah, boy, that's, that's tough though. This Kellen Moore, Staley, uh, Exacta, or yeah. yikes. Well, the Packers need to make it abundantly clear that we're ready to move on from you. And when that happens, then he says, "Okay, you know, for what yeah. for him to say, tell McAfee. Well, I'll let him know when I wake up, make up my mind, and while the, come on, if if they say that's enough, we, we're we're moving on, and we're going to try to trade you. I mean, that, come yeah. on." I will What's say he, it's gonna yeah. that guy's gonna go back after they make it clear we want to move on. He's gonna say, "Oh, I'm coming back." Then. I mean, you, you you said they have to if if the if the trade offer is gonna be two number ones or something close to it, you have to take it. He might only play two more years. And he's the good point that we it was brought up yesterday. He's not gonna retire now that Tom Brady retired. He's not gonna wait and be second fiddle to fitty, uh, to Brady no. in the Hall of Fame class. That's not gonna happen with Rodgers. There's no chance. Peyton is automatically now the second best coach in that division. At least the second best. Right there with yeah, Andy Reid. Yeah. He he surpasses Staley and McDaniels the second that he signs the contract. Mm-hmm. That's big though. Your angle about this this bothers him. It infuriates Davis. That every yeah. home game the opposing fans take over. Oh, it or drove him nuts. Sometimes down. it's more than 50-50. The Niners crowd on New Year's Day was 80-29ers, and the Chiefs game the week after was like 65-35, and he was not happy about that. If you missed any of the show, you can search Follow the Money wherever you listen to your podcast. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.